Welcome back to MJ and Tosh. How are you all doing? Tosh, you want to ring in this one? I know that we were chit-chatting about it, but... <laughs> what, with my feet? No! Oh. <laughs> when you were getting laundry out and stuff like that, she um, was asking me a question in regards to her light, and I was just like, you know, <laughs> the things about adulting. Well, okay, so I growing up was taught to do everything like on my own, right? It was always do this, do that. You figure it out type of thing. And well, you want to be resourceful. You don't want to. Well, yes. I mean, I definitely understand being taught how to do something. Right. So I know how to do it when I get older. And I appreciate that because, you know, we all know the school system <laughs> and they don't teach those, the basics like that anymore. Or I don't think they ever actually did. Let's be honest. It, we kind of, Life lessons, I do definitely yeah. felt like came more from, you know, your upbringing Parents and your family. Or, yeah. yeah, like friends when you got older and stuff. But I <laughs> I have a, a certain type of light in my laundry room and you have to pop it out like the, the frame of it. Right. I don't know how to explain it. And I was talking to MJ about it. And because a lot of this, now that I, I've, you know, been living on my own, I'm learning things every day. Right. But it's adulting and it's sucks sometimes sometimes i just want to go back you know where i my parents are oh, parents you know taking care of the stuff paying the bills <laughs> my mom gets on me so much okay that's a lie she does <laughs> she she does express how much she's been brought up in and out of conversations mm. on the podcast but it just cracks me up because it's like well, she's a big part of your life. Yeah, of course you're there in a lot of like my memories that you're you're the main person. Mm-hmm. Um, you're the main character. Um, but <laughs> I remember, and I'm sure we've all been there in some way, shape, or form. But that expression lives with me, and she's just I can replay it in my mind and hear her saying it now. You know, when you were younger and you were trying to be all grown. I know. And she's like, you know, don't, you know, you think that, you know, life sucks now. Just wait until you're an adult. Or, you know, you think that, um, or, you know, something along the lines of don't be such in a hurry to grow up. You know, being an adult's not all that it's cracked up to be. And, you know, you'd sit there, you know, in your pompous self and be like, oh, my God, you don't have the answers for everyone. It's going to be great. Going <laughs> to eat dessert when I want to. I'm going to go to bed when I want to. I'm going to drive around when I want to. But those aren't like the real things, right? You know, now that you, obviously we were. Well, those are pieces of it. But that's not like true adulting. Yes. When we're getting down to brass tacks, adulting is chores. Adulting is bills. Adulting is, you know, saying and doing things that you don't want to necessarily be doing, but you're, you know, it's mm-hmm. part of life. But I, I do crack up because it's like one thing is, it's like, yeah, bills suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, you spend all your time working for that paycheck just to give that paycheck back away in, in some way, shape, or form. Um, but what cracks me up about adulting is, is <laughs> while you were in your laundry room, you were talking about your light, I was thinking to myself, you know, one of the biggest things that I hate is you do all this effort to get into a house or, you know, buy a house or whatever, become a homeowner. And you feel like you have like security, like you made it. (laughs) I made it. 
You know, like I don't have to worry about, you know, needing to uproot my life unless I want to Mm. and blah, blah, blah. But like, it's super frustrating that heavy purchases never just, it's never a one and done thing. (laughs) It's just, you'll purchase it. And at some point it's going to break and you're gonna have to purchase it again. And it feels like a joke. It really does. And you were... And the only reason that I was thinking about that is, is one of the main ones is appliances. Whether it's they break or they don't match and you want them all to be like matching or they have a new style that comes out. It's never like you just had that one purchase and then you're good for the rest of your life. I feel like my grandparents, they had a different story because especially my mom's parents, they literally had like the same fridge that she had as a child, like as a freezer box. I don't, I don't know how it was still working, (laughs) but my husband and I have been talking about replacing the appliances. Yes, they all work, but like they have like hiccups here and there, you know, like they're annoying. Warranties or no? Well, no, you're outside of that warranty point. Of course, Uh. everything breaks. That's another adulting tip. Everything breaks after the warranty. (laughs) Like I don't stop paying for that. It's a joke. Um, but no, I like one of the things is, is like a washer and dryer and I'm stuck between the more technical washer and dryer or any appliance gets, the more, you know, buttons and, shit you have on it and computers and stuff involved my brain goes up oh, something just easier to break and wear out faster than rather just like you know co- hardcore dials and crap i don't know how to express it but i feel frustrated that like part of adulting is like not only having to make repeated big ticket item purchases but like doing the research on which one is best and most cost effective Nobody explained that when I was growing up. I'm over here being like, and of course I, I'm a, I'm a little bit too much of a control freak that I can't just give it over to like someone else to like do the research, provide me the paperwork and have me be like, yeah, okay, we'll move forward on that. I'm over here being like, well, why did you choose that one? What research really did you do? Did you only read the comments in somebody's certain section? Like I'm, I'm a little over the top, but I, I, I wish that that was something that was more explained because that sucks as adulting. It really does. I, I fucking hate it. I do. I fucking hate it. Not to mention, like, the car things, they don't frustrate me as much because I feel like I enjoy those. But again, when you're doing something out of necessity instead of want, like you're not buying that car part because you want it and you're upgrading something. You're buying something because it broke. Mm. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't want I just want fun stuff. <laughs> Whatever happened to fun stuff? I'm over here thinking the car for me. But, like, it never stops, right? Like, yeah. so you don't just get, like, you bought a brand new car that has, you know, no miles mm-hmm. or, you know, low miles on it, whatever. It's brand new. It's You're the only owner. That's not going to be the only car that you have. And, it, again, I, I don't, fuck it, I hate doing this when we get old. But I'm sitting over <laughs> here being like, the car that I bought 20 years ago doesn't cost nearly that now. And it's only going up and up and up. Like, I don't want to be driving around. Granted, if money's not an option, I get that. But still, even if I was the richest person in the world, I really have a hard time understanding and stomaching driving around in a $100,000 vehicle over $100,000. Like, I just, it's so, 
it's something that is so turned over. Like it's different if you have a car collection, I get it. But for something that is like your normal vehicle that you're driving on the daily or on a regular basis, driving around in something that is costing as much as a house would seems a little ridiculous. But again, adulting, you didn't think about that when you were like 14, 16, 18, hell, even in your 20s. I don't really think I thought about it. I was just like, oh, as long as I take care of these things, they'll continuously run. No. <laughs> like, have you have you reached that point where like, oh, you, you wouldn't have, but we've got some older vehicles that now granted when I say older, these aren't classics, but when you go in to like look up for a car part, like for instance, my truck, I wanted to upgrade the headlights and taillights. But then that's like the model year that they don't have because they cut it off like (laughs) a year earlier. (laughs) You're like, wait a second. Mm, It's not that old, but like, they're like, but it is. (laughs) (laughs) that's like that's another thing of like adulting like it's not just you don't have unlimited access everything's constantly evolving once you think you had it figured out or have it figured out it's changed it's more expensive it's not a headache that goes away it's just a pain in the ass waiting to rear its ugly head back up (laughs) i mean i yeah i'm not i mean other than just the God forbid if I ever have a kid, I'll just be like, no, I can't. <laughs> Between yours and this and that, everything, yeah, costs too much. I think that's the thing that I wish I would have. I mean, you can't really be taught this because it, unless it happens to you. But it's more of, you know, being that single mom, doing everything and on my own that's overwhelming sometimes. And that's the part of adulting I wasn't so much prepared for. <laughs> I guess would be the hardest thing for me. It's fine, but when I have to fix things all the time by myself, I mean, it's fine. It's good. I learn new things. Great. But when I have to do my freaking yard work and it's like a weekly thing, it's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to do it anymore. I want to rip out all the bushes, <laughs> rip out the trees, but then I love nature and it's beautiful and I want it there. But yeah, I can, I can pay for a landscaper. Fine. And I understand that that's helping everybody and helps those landscapers. And I, I understand that. But there's a part of me, I don't know if it, I, I, I wouldn't call it I don't know what it is. It's somewhat satisfying doing it myself. Very proud of myself after I do it. But the actual actual task of it, sometimes not fun. Like today, I got to go do the weeds. <sighs> I do. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's like, I don't want to. I just want to sit and watch TV show. <laughs> I would I agree. <laughs> that definitely resonates as far as like adulting. Like, you know, doing those tedious tasks. Again, yeah. I feel like it falls under what I was saying about it's never just one and done. It's never just like, okay, I did it now stay done. Yeah. It like, it's a constant ongoing thing. And I feel like I get what you're saying. I, I wish I could resonate a little bit more with you on the whole getting some sort of satisfaction from completing the task myself, because I start feeling literally, and, and I'm sure Mom, I love you. I'm sure she said this at at one point or another. 
I start feeling overwhelmed because of how much I keep putting on my list of adulting things to do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally like I was asking Tosh, I was like, you know, certain things. Like, do you wash all said items on a weekly, on a bi-weekly basis? Like, I feel like I sit here and like, I'm like, okay, well, clothing that you wear, obviously, and is in the hamper, you have to do that weekly. But then when we have our pet stuff and our pet's beds and our pet's towels and stuff like that, do you do those weekly? Do you tear apart their beds and unzip the covers to wash that on a weekly basis? Or do you do that bi-weekly? Or, you know, like things like sheets. Okay, granted, don't get it twisted. Like if you have a spare room with like sheets on it that like no one sleeps on, but like, you know, you could at some point have like a guest... Are you cleaning those sheets like once a week, once a month, (laughs) once uh, every so often? Like what it, you just feel like the, it's the list is in less. Like you've got between your laundry, your weed eating, your yard work, your cleaning housework. By the time you get through that, (laughs) it's again back at the weekend and you got to do it again. Like that's where I'm struggling because you feel like, the list never stops, and just for one thing that you check off, you add like eight. Well, and and to be honest, this is where I fall with Maya on helping her understand that she needs to do what she's passionate about in her life, because I feel a lot of us are taught when we're younger, oh, you got to get a nine to five job, and that is what causes these issues. Yeah, because if you start leaving your things in all of the if you start filling up all of your time and what your requirements are to do, mm-hmm. there's literally no time, energy, or want left to do what you want. Yeah. To the do. goal in what I feel would be to find something you're passionate about where you literally have your own hours, you have your own schedule, you do what you want. That is the dream. And I think that's something, but that's not what at least what I was taught when I was younger in school society, it's like for the American dream, right? You have a nine to five job, you're married, you have a house where right? you have a nice car. It's all these items. But I feel that truly it's just having your own schedule, your own time and to strive for that. Because when you have that time, you can do the weeds when you want to, right? It's not, you just worked 10 hours. Now you got to come yeah. home and do the freaking weeds that's what I've been. But your kid's at. hungry and they want dinner. Yes. Where's my juice box? How that's, come you don't ever play with me? Yes, and that's what I, that's where I'm struggling now is because I'm striving for that, right? I'm striving to have my own thing, but I wasn't taught that. It right. was very frowned upon to be a person that like sells things, right, or like a direct marketing those type of things. Very frowned upon, but really, when you think about it, those are the smarter ones. Not I wouldn't say smarter ones, but they. They provide more time to those individuals because they control their hours. They control their time, yeah. which then allows them during the day at 10 a.m. They can go pull those weeds. They can come back in and do some work and then do laundry. And, you know, it's, it's having that time to do it. That's my biggest thing for adulting. If I could teach somebody, it's to actually strive for something for yourself and for emotional support and to know how to work with your emotions, right? Being very mindful, being taught that because that's not taught when you're younger. Um, I know a lot of people, even I was told like, stop, you're being crybaby and you're not um, allowed 
to express yourself. And so now I feel for my, even myself, I mean, I'm, I'm healing that part of me, that inner child part of me where I didn't feel heard. I wasn't allowed to speak up or say what I was feeling because it's, you know, looked down upon. So now I have to teach myself, no, Natasha, you matter. (laughs) You're allowed to have those feelings. You're allowed to express those. I know I kind of, I mean, it's still adulting, but I guess what I'm getting at is those are part, probably like two of the most things that I would work at as, or that I'm teaching Maya about being an adult. Cause yeah, she's the same way. She's mommy. I want to grow up. Yeah. Then I can stay up as late as I want. <laughs> well, I mean, like you they're very, they, yeah. they're not developed enough to understand, you know, large, the, the larger picture. Well, in the same token, what your view is, is askewed because your time with them is askewed. And normally yeah. when you're spending time with kids, it's to do something fun mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So they think that being an adult is doing whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. Now, granted, with a grain of salt, it kind of is. Mm-hmm. I would say that one of the hardest things that I still don't quite understand or maybe I'm trying to learn and was never taught is like literally the, the working doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. It, everything feels like a chore, even if you're supposed to be enjoying it. And and I hate to say it like that, but like I'll, perfect case in point, working out. Working out should be something that you're enjoying. It should be like, you know, that 30 minutes or an hour that you're taking for yourself. And not only that, you're benefiting your overall body and your well-being and your health. Mm -hmm. But too often, a lot of us are like, for Christ's sakes, (laughs) I got to get up. I got to put different clothes on. I got to drive there. I got to prep my stuff. I got to go in there. Then I got to make through. Then I got to drive all the way back home and potentially feed myself because I know I'm going to be hungry. Is it too late? I feel like everything starts to feel like a nonstop job. You have your nine to five or whatever it is you do for work. Then you have all your home chores. Then you have all your car chores. Then God forbid you have all your relationship chores, whether that's with your family, you know, maintaining those relationships, whether that's with your significant other, maintaining those relationships. Now, granted, everyone, we're all human. It drops somewhere, right? You drop the ball somewhere. And that's another thing that I'm not the best... I don't like about being an adult is something somewhere is going to suffer. It's just a natural order of things, but you have to choose what that thing is. And prioritizing can sometimes be really hard um, because to you, everything can feel important. Mm -hmm. And then it starts to feel very um, stressful and anxiety ridden. And then so much to the point that you just like, you know, you, you don't want to pick up anything because you feel like picking it up or not picking it up is somehow going to be worse than just not touching it at all. And then that can be another issue. But like, that's like truly what it becomes about is adulting is, is like a literally nonstop job. It's constantly working on yourself, working on the ones around you, working on the things around you. And you only find small areas of enjoyment And it's typically those that you have to carve out time for and take a vacation for. But then you even start making that sound like a chore. Paying for it. Organizing it. Making sure everyone has fun. Then when people Uh, don't have fun. You're stressing me. But that's my point, right? Like, no one said that about adulting. And I get it. You know, there's only so much you can say to where, like, a kid, like you're saying, is comprehending that. But, like, no one's really teaching you those basics either as a kid 
Our parents just had a vacation. Nothing went into us needing to plan for it. Nothing went into us needing really to pack for it. Yeah. Like, oh, well, the adults handle that. You're, it's a nonstop juggling act of handling something. That's hard. <laughs> I don't want to say it'd be easy. They just said it'd be worth it. But is it? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh, is it? <laughs> Um, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to knock those people that still live with their parents, but they might've figured out like (laughs) a a, a jinx in the matrix right there. But you know what I mean? Like, it just kind of feels like, yeah. And then you get in a relationship and you hope to share that responsibility of things and stuff like that. So it makes it feel like, you know, you've got a partner in crime, but like you're saying half the time you still feel like you're like responsible for handling it yourself. And then on top of it for you, you know. You're also handling a tiny little humans, everything as well. And now you're doing it for two people. And then yet you get somebody along the line that is just like, well, why can't you just, you're just like, seriously, Uh, we're all faking it until we make it. (laughs) I, I'm a hundred percent convinced of that because unless you are extremely wealthy and you have nothing but people serving your every need, Adulting is literally a juggling act. Like it, it just is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> day by day, guys. That's all we can do. Day by day. Yeah. But I do feel... I mean, yes. There are a lot of things. And I think people, they have children. They don't have children. I feel it is our, as this generation, I think it's part of our duty to help and bring that awareness to people about being an adult and being that person that we needed when we were little. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, and also what it would be nice is granted, you you know, you're out there and you feel like you don't even have time for yourself, Mm -hmm. but like whatever happened to helping each other out where you can, I feel like as a kid, it felt a little bit more apparent. Um, like, you know, If my mom was working, we were with you and your mom and dad or our grandparents Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And it feels a little bit more now, like everybody's just out there for themselves. Being independent. Like (laughs) it's a rat race. Yeah. Yeah, Like no one wants to, no one wants to help participate in the game. I'd like to see a little bit more of that come back around. Like I know it can feel very much like you don't have time for yourself, but I feel like somehow like spreading that burden or whatever that phrase is, it takes a village, not just to raise like a kid, but just like to raise each other. Like no one really like looks out. Well, that's why. And I've, I think I've said this before in a podcast episode. It was, I would love to live in, I, I want to call it a commune, but like a community where even if it was you, your husband, myself and say my sisters and my dad, right? Just say all of us. (laughs) Yeah, we would drive each other nuts sometimes, but the benefit of it would be exactly what you're saying. It would be, hey, Monday night, you guys make dinner, right? All the other nights, you don't have to worry about it. Somebody else is taking care of it. It's something like what we were saying is where you, you all take turns. You all help each other. Yeah. And if you need or want to go do something, there's somebody there and you're not feeling alone, I mean, yeah, no, you did say that, but like, I feel like it reaches for me. It's a little bit different. It's almost like where has all the paranoia come in at? Like, you know, you're asking for help. Like the biggest thing is, is everyone's like, oh, it's the hardest thing you've ever done. Ask for help. 
No, the hardest thing I've ever done is ask for help and then watch everybody around just like clam up like a shell and like nobody like wants to like give you like their keys to the kingdom. Like everyone's like so guarded and yeah, hold, held close to the chest. I don't, the chest. I don't yeah. I'm like, um, if you share, it's not having me take anything away from you. I'm literally, I'm like, let, I'm asking for help and I'm getting the bird. Like, well, so I started a new job, right. And I'm doing, um, creating my own department. So I'm gonna be the head of this department. And I had talked to the director and the owner of the company and told them that I, cause I'm meeting with the team. There's about 50 of them meeting with them on Monday. And I told him, I'm like, Hey, the way that I want to approach this is actually asking them, and I want to know tips and tricks from them, what they've learned, things that things that they think can be improved, because I feel exactly what you're saying is that everyone holds it to themselves, right? They don't want to ask other people. I do. Right. I want to know because maybe the way that you do something is way easier than what I'm thinking. And if I don't ask you, we don't spend that time to get to know each other that way. How am I going to know that? How are we going to build this company up or this department, right? And it's the same with what you're talking about with, with life. life. Yeah, it's why would I not want to talk to you, and why would you not want to tell me stuff that you're struggling with or ways that you've improved something? Because all it's going to do, unless you're just a selfish person, is just going to benefit you and others. Right. right. Well, that's the way like you would think about it. Yeah. But like, it feels like what it turns into too often well, is, is I don't want to give you my secrets. Yes, com- competition. Right. Because you might have one up on me or you might, you know, use it against me. Yeah. But even more so, I'm, I'm starting to become convinced that it's a lot fucking easier than what it seems like. And people just don't want you to know <laughs> that it is. <laughs> Like you're making it more complicated actually than what it has to be. But if like some, you know, it's like grilled cheese. You, you, it's, it's cheese between two slices of bread. But then there's always that person that's like, no, you got to add tomatoes. Oh my gosh. That's so good with tomatoes. You got to add two slices of specific cheese or maybe two that go together. Then you got to add. Yeah. You're just making it more complicated. But really when it all comes down to it, if you slapped a piece of cheese between two warm pieces of bread, I'd be really happy with a grilled cheese. I don't mean it fancied up. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like that's like, that's, part of it is either a they don't want something that is you've got one over them or going to be used against them or they don't want you to really know how easy it is <laughs> no but again that's selfish it's just it people is. holding it in because and that's what makes anything in life harder is because we need to actually be there for one another be there to support each other yeah root for each other it's not you I'm the only and this i'm big on this the only person you should be in competition with is yourself Try and be better than you were yesterday. Yeah. Not with other people. I'm not over here trying to be better than you, MJ. I, I mean. mean. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well. When you're already at it's the top, adulting. how high is there more to go? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No more to go. That's MJ. Uh, again, faking it till I make it slowly struggling, falling underneath you. Over day here. by day, guys. Day by day. Day by day. Well, until next week, this is MJ. And Tosh. Don't forget to look us up, you guys, on Instagram and TikTok or comment for the areas on our podcast. Till next week, guys. Bye.